0: This is Shi'ar Jashub, which in Hebrew means, a remnant shall return. Hi, this is Patty Scalzo, and I would like to welcome you today to our Bible study broadcast from the Church Fellowship of Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut. My husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo, is currently teaching an in-depth series entitled Heavenly Authority. So let's go right into the Sunday service and listen as Pastor Greg ministers the word.
1: As we uh, come to David in our study of heavenly authority, we'll accelerate the study a little uh, in the Old Testament so that we can move on to what the New Testament says about heavenly authority, uh, having laid the solid foundation in the Old but this morning, before we go on, I want to take just one more look at Saul's spiritual decline. And you might say, why? we spent a lot of time on Saul. We've spent so much time on Saul because I believe he's such a good example to those in Christian leadership of what not to do. It's a clear warning. It's a clear caution. And we've looked at Saul, the transition from a humble man to a brazen, self-centered individual. We've looked at his fear of men over the fear of God, his impatience, his irreverence, not knowing the boundaries of his authority. We saw his rash decisions under pressure, his lack of faith, his foolish actions, his foolish words. His foolish oaths, the pride, the monuments he makes, his concern for his own appearance, desiring to be honored before the elders rather than repenting before God. We saw the cronyism with his association with the enemy king, possibly greed concerning the booty, and definitely his use of religion to excuse His disobedience and his rebellion and just plain stubbornness and having looked at all that before we leave Saul there's something a little more subtle that we need to examine right now it's an attitude a deception a delusion that's just as deadly as everything else I've just mentioned and actually allows and permits the others the other sins to take place and to grow, and it's a trap for those who are in authority. It should be a large warning sign to those in leadership, and not just to those in leadership, but really to every, every believer, every Christian. And I would call it an attitude of a lack of truthfulness, a lack of truthfulness to others and sometimes even to ourselves and forgetting who it is the leader works for and what his boss is like now what do i mean by that what do i mean about what do i mean by forgetting who it is you work for and what he's like the best example i can give i think is in the new testament in the case of the priest zacharias in the gospel of luke in luke chapter 1 We read about John the Baptist's father, and we're told that he's a priest of the division of Abijah, and it's his turn to go in and minister in the temple, and he went into the temple of the Lord, and the angel appears to him, the angel Gabriel, and he tells him not to be afraid, that He and his wife Elizabeth will bear a son, and they are to call his name John. Now, Zacharias is old, and Elizabeth is old, and she's been barren and has no children. And the angel says, and you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth. And he goes on to prophesy about the ministry of John the Baptist. And Zacharias, in verse 18, says to the angel... How shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is well advanced in years. And the angel answered and said to him, I am Gabriel who stands in the presence of God and was sent to speak to you and bring you these glad tidings. But behold, you will be mute and not able to speak until the day these things take place, because you did not believe my words, my words which will be fulfilled in their own time. Someone could say, well, of course, you know, he's old, his wife is barren. It was so hard for him to believe that this miracle would happen. But he forgot who he works for and what his boss is like. Who is the progenitor? Who is the originator of the faith? Who is the father of the nation? Abraham. The account of Abraham is taught to every Hebrew, every Jewish child. This is a priest of Yahweh. How many times Zacharias must have went out, obviously not to his own children, but to maybe his relatives' children, to the children he was teaching, and told them the story of Abraham and Sarah, and in their elderly years cannot have children, and then God blesses them with Isaac. And we have Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And he would speak about it often. And how the angels, the angelic visitation comes to pronounce and proclaim the year before the birth of Isaac. And this is the foundation of the Hebrew people. Their trust in God, the promise that the descendants of Abraham would be as the sand on the sea and the stars in the sky. This is who he works for. So when he goes into the temple... And the angel appears to him and says, you're going to have a child. How can he say, how shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is well advanced in years. How can this thing be so? How shall it be? If he understood, now am I saying that Zacharias didn't believe the story? No, not at all. I believe he believed it with all his heart. Obviously, he and Elizabeth are special people, because God visits them, and John the Baptist is born to them. And later on, you have the wonderful prophecy of Zacharias. This is a holy man. He believes, he believes God can do these things. He believes it all happened. But he forgets for a time, because now it's happening to him. There's a difference between understanding the truth and understanding the truth. Understanding it, knowing that Abraham was given the promise that it happened, and then really understanding it so that we know it can happen today. It can happen right now. Notice the punishment the angel gives him for a time. He can't speak anymore. Because it's not enough just to speak the words. There has to be a belief in the truthfulness of it with all our hearts, mind, soul, and strength. It would have been really more natural for Zacharias to say, wow, praise the Lord, bless the Lord, all my soul, that which he did for Abraham, now he'll do for us. Having walked in it, spoke about it over and over and over again, but it's so hard when it really comes down to the reality at that moment of crisis, that moment of decision, to really believe, 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 believe it. That's when we see if the truth is permeated all the way through. He forgets who it is he works for and what he's like. This is the God of who? This is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That's who you go in that temple in service for. If he did it then, he can do it now. The reality and the truth of our faith. Well, Zacharias is a sincere man, and he forgets. All too often, those who are not sincere, as Saul has become here in this account, this last account at Gilgal, the lack of an understanding of who they serve And what he's like becomes very clear. In the last account we saw, when Samuel arrives, in verse 13, we read how Samuel went to Saul, and Saul said to him, Blessed are you of the Lord. I have performed the commandment of the Lord. I've done just what God told me to do. And he hadn't. He knew it. And then Samuel says, What then is this bleeding of the sheep in my ears and the lowing of the oxen which i hear if you've done it why do i still hear the animals that were supposed to be totally destroyed you weren't supposed to touch any of the bounty it was all supposed to be it was so corrupted it was all supposed to be offered on to god and then verse 15 Saul said they have brought them from the amalekites the people spare the best of the sheep and the oxen to a sacrifice to the Lord, your God, and the rest we have utterly destroyed. So we did it to the, the poor ones, but we kept the best not for ourselves. We kept them in sacrifice for God. Now, that's not true. It's a lie. He's covering over his actions. First, he says, we've done it. Then when Samuel reveals, no, you haven't. He says, well, no, we did, but we kept some for a religious reason, and it's a lie. Then Samuel said to Saul, be quiet, be quiet, and I will tell you what the Lord said to me last night, be quiet. Zacharias becomes quiet, right? It's as though God says enough, I don't want to hear it. What is Saul thinking? Now, Saul has seen the power of God come down upon him. He's been down on his back prophesying. He's been able to do marvelous works in the presence of the Lord. And he knows Samuel is the prophet of the Lord. Samuel anointed him for the kingship. So when he lies to Samuel, and think about this, there are those throughout Christian history in religious positions who have lied. Terribly and when they lie They bring the whole faith into shame because they get caught it comes to light God is not going to hide their lies just because they're his servants and then the world sees it and The whole thing falls apart at least for a time How many ministries have fallen down because of lies? What is Saul thinking? Who does he think he's lying to? He forgets who his boss is and what he's like. What is David thinking when he has Uriah the Hittite put in the forefront of the battle and then abandoned so that the enemies kill him and this way no one will know that he slept with Uriah's wife Bathsheba and is the father of the child. What is David thinking? If he fools all of Israel, has he fooled God? If Saul is successful at fooling Samuel, and the Israelites,
0: has he fooled Yahweh? What are they thinking? We hope you join us next time as Pastor Greg Scalzo continues this Sunday message. As always, we would greatly enjoy hearing from you. Our address is Shiar Jashub, P.O. Box 518, Branford, Connecticut, 06405. Though our P.O. box is in Branford, our Sunday service is at the Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane in Madison, Connecticut. Service is at 10 a.m., and the hall can be reached by taking I-95 to exit 61. Go south on Route 79 to Route 1. Turn right, and at the next light, turn right again. The Memorial Hall is just across the lane from the James Madison Memorial. We pray the Lord Jesus blesses you as you grow in the knowledge of Him.